0: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another weekly episode of the Money Girl Podcast. I'm Laura Adams, your host and personal finance author, speaker, and consumer advocate who's been producing this show since 2008. My mission is to give you the knowledge, resources, and motivation to manage your money the best ways possible and create a richer life. I am so grateful that you've downloaded the show. Uh, This is about one of my all-time favorite topics, which is being self-employed with a home-based business that is my life in a nutshell. I work and do everything from home. I am recording this podcast from home. I do a lot of uh, my writing, in fact, all my writing from home. So this show is for you if you are also somebody who is working from home, either full-time or part-time, or you want to work for yourself. So if that is you, be sure to stay with me. And my experience working from home, you know, it's one of the best ways to work that possible. You have so many advantages. Yes, there are some disadvantages to working at home, Uh, but, you know, working from home I think has a lot of upside. And I've podcasted before about claiming the home office deduction. That's one of the benefits you get by working from home. But the rules have changed in the past couple of years, and there are an increasing number of people who are self-employed, but they're not actually working from home. They're working outside of their homes, but yet they still have a home-based office when it comes to the IRS's definition of a home-based business. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. This is actually the case for a listener named John, who emailed me to say, my New Year's resolution is to earn more money working during my off hours and on the weekends. Since the work will likely entail making deliveries for different mobile apps, I'm not sure if it qualifies me for the home office tax deduction. Can you explain more about it? Thanks for this great question, John. It's true. There are so many people who are doing things like driving, delivering, walking dogs, doing things where the work is actually not in your home, but you still can qualify for the home office deduction. So I'm going to give you an overview of this deduction. You're going to learn who qualifies which expenses are deductible, and how to legitimately claim this money-saving tax break no matter what type of business you have or whether you're doing it on a full-time or a part-time basis. You will find the notes for this show and the complete archive of podcasts in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 622 called Your Guide to Claiming a Legit Home Office Deduction. I'd bet that on just about every city block or on every long country road, Someone is operating a business from their residence. According to the U.S. Small Business Administration, about 50% of businesses are home based. And there's a larger percentage, 60% of those folks are working as solopreneurs, which means they have no employees. Having a home based business is one of the easiest and definitely least risky ways to become an entrepreneur. You get to test your business ideas and increase your income right from home. No matter if you run a business full time, or as a side gig in addition to a daytime job, claiming the home office deduction can significantly reduce your taxes. So let's get into who can claim the home office tax deduction. If you work for yourself in any type of trade or business, full or part-time, and your primary office location is your home, you have a home business. This designation applies no matter if you're selling goods, you're selling services, you're a freelancer, consultant, designer, inventor, Uber driver or are a dog walker. It just it doesn't matter. You can have a home-based business even if you're like John and you're actually earning most of your income away from home. This is really common for many trades and solopreneurs such as musicians, sales reps and those working in the gig economy. If you're self-employed and you you do your administrative work, so think scheduling, invoicing, communication, and record keeping, if you do any of that at home, you have a home-based business. Note that employees who work from home cannot claim a home office deduction. So W-2 workers used to be allowed to include certain expenses if they itemized deductions. Well, tax reform took away that benefit starting with the 2018 tax year. So if you are a W-2 employee and you're working from home for the convenience of your employer, well, that's great, but you're not self-employed. And so that means that you cannot claim the home office deduction. Again, the home office deduction is only available if you're self-employed, and it doesn't matter if you rent your home or you own your home. These are the following two requirements you have to meet. They're pretty simple. Number one is your home office space must be used regularly and exclusively for business. And number two, your home office is the principal place used for business. So again, it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing the work inside that office, but you are administering the business from home. So you have to regularly use a part of your home exclusively for conducting business. Now, if you, let's say you own your home and you've got a guest room, that could be the room that is your home office. That's, you know, the room that I use in my apartment. My guest room is my office. Or maybe if you're in a studio apartment and you don't have an extra bedroom, maybe it's just a nook in your apartment, a nook in your bedroom that you use to run your business. You can take a home office deduction for that space. You don't need walls to separate your office, but it should be a distinct area within your home that you can measure. And the only exception to this rule is if you're using part of your home for business storage or as a daycare facility. In these situations, you can consider the entire space that you're using for inventory or for a daycare as your home office for tax purposes. Additionally, your home must be the primary place you conduct business even if that's just the administrative work. For instance, you, let's say you meet with clients or you do work for customers away from home, you can still consider the area of your home that's used exclusively for the administrative part of your business as your home office. Uh, You might consider a separate structure at your home, a home office. Maybe it's a detached garage or a studio. That can be your home office if you use it regularly for business. Also note that your home doesn't have to be the only place that you work to qualify for the deduction. You might also work at a coffee shop or at a co-working space from time to time. I do that. I'll go to a coffee shop here and there when I want to get out of the house, have a change of scenery, have a great cup of coffee. You're allowed to do that and still claim your space at home as your home office. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. And the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin-D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. All right, now that you understand who qualifies for the home office deduction, you're probably wondering which expenses are deductible. And there are a lot of them. So if you run a business from home, you want to monitor two types of expenses that are eligible for the home office deduction. These are direct expenses and indirect expenses. So let me explain these. Direct expenses are the cost to set up and maintain your office. Let's say you are working in a spare bedroom and you decide you want to fix it up a little bit, you want to put carpet in it, window treatments, maybe even a separate phone line for that office space. These expenses are 100% deductible no matter the size of the office. So remember that direct expenses are directly for the office space. The other category are indirect expenses. These are the costs related to your office that also affect your entire home. These are partially deductible based on the size of your office as a percentage of your home. If you rent, your rent Your renter's insurance, your utilities, these are all examples of indirect expenses. You would have these expenses even if you didn't have a home office, but because you do have a home office, you get to deduct part of them. If you're a homeowner, you cannot deduct the principal portion of your mortgage payment. That's the amount borrowed for the home but you are allowed to recover a part of the cost each year through depreciation deduction. So you kind of get to deduct it sort of slowly over time using formulas created by the IRS. Some other indirect expenses would include your mortgage interest, property taxes, home insurance, utilities, and maintenance. So allowable indirect expenses actually turn some of your personal expenses into home office business deductions, which is fantastic. However, expenses that are entirely unrelated to your home office, such as remodeling your kitchen or doing some landscaping, those are never deductible. So your ability to deduct an expense for this deduction depends on whether it benefits just your office, such as carpeting or wall paint, or your entire home, such as power and water. Also, remember that business expenses unrelated to your home office, such as marketing, equipment, software, office supplies, and business insurance, those are always fully deductible as business expenses no matter where you work. So think about three different types of expenses here, direct, indirect, and then actually business expenses. So how do you claim all of these expenses when you want to claim the home office deduction? When you're ready to claim this deduction, there are two ways that you or your accountant can calculate it. It's called the standard method or the simplified method. The standard method is what I mentioned earlier. It requires you to determine the percentage of your home used for business. What you do is divide the square footage of the area used for business by the square footage of your entire home. For example, if your home office is 12 feet by 10 feet, that's the size of like a standard guest bedroom. That's 120 square feet. If your entire home is 1,200 square feet, then you divide 120 by 1,200. That gives you a home office space that is 10% of your entire home. That means 10% of the qualifying expenses of your home can be attributed to business use and the remaining 90% is personal. For example, if your monthly power bill is $100 and 10% of your home qualifies for business, you can consider $10 of that bill a business expense, and $90 would be personal. If you want to claim the standard deduction, you're going to use Form 8829 called Expenses for Business Use of Your Home. You can find that form at irs.gov to figure out the expenses that you can deduct, and then you file it with Schedule C, which is profit or loss from your business. So that's the standard tax form that you're going to submit. All right, so that's the standard method where you have to do some calculating. The other method is... Is called the simplified method. And it really is simple because what you do is claim $5 per square foot of your office space, up to a maximum of 300 square feet. So that is gonna cap your deduction at $1,500. So 300 square feet, at five bucks would be the maximum deduction that you could get. And this deduction is really simple because you don't have to do any record keeping. All you have to do is measure your space and then include it on Schedule C. It works really well if you've got a small home office. But if you've got a larger office, if your home office is larger than 300 square feet, you're gonna come out better using the standard method. You can choose either method, either one which will give you the biggest tax break for any year and use that. So in a lot of cases, what you may want to do is have your accountant actually calculate it both ways, especially, as I mentioned, if you have a large space. But no matter which method you choose to calculate a home office tax deduction, you cannot deduct more than your business's net profit. So you can't deduct more than you earn. However, you can carry over any excess into future tax years. As you can see, claiming tax deductions for your home office can be a little complicated. I'm going to recommend that anyone who is self-employed use a qualified tax accountant to maximize both your home office and your business tax deductions, at least in the beginning. If you feel like you can take it over from them going forward, well, you know, that's great. I use an accountant every single year. I feel like it's well worth the money, uh, but it's definitely worth it in the beginning, especially if you've got questions about how to maximize these deductions. Yes, professional advice costs money, but it is definitely well worth it. And I'll tell you, it usually will save you money in the long run when you know how to take advantage of every legitimate tax deduction. So I hope that will help you. John, thanks for sending in this question. Uh, It's a really good one. Everybody out there who's working from home, you need to maximize this deduction. It will save you money. And before I let you go, if you're looking for special help and guidance to improve your financial life this year by getting out of debt, I want to help you. This is the year to do it. I don't want you to miss my best-selling online class. It's called Get Out of Debt Fast, A Proven Plan to Stay Debt-Free Forever. It has amazing reviews, so I'd love for you to just check it out. Remember that you cannot get different results with your money or your business if you don't take different actions. So take control of your finances and your debt by joining this super affordable class. You're gonna come away with a clear debt reduction plan to eliminate credit cards, student loans, medical bills, mortgages, or any debt that you have, even if you don't have extra money to pay them off faster. If you wanna learn more, get the skinny on it. Just text debt course. It's D-E-B-T-C-O-U-R-S-E to the number 33444. And I will send you an email that gives you a special 75% off. This is a special new year offer that I don't want you to miss. And you can also learn more at lauradadams.com. Check it out, and I hope to see you in class. Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard, Steve Rickyberg with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. If you've been enjoying the podcast, take a moment to rate and review it for us. It really means a lot to us. It's a very easy, quick, free way to give back and show your support. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes that are always available at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life.